boy. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time we've had like a Dexter reference today. Oh yeah, because that's from Dexter, and we were talking about it earlier on. I've never watched it, so I actually have no idea about anything. I know he kills people he thinks deserves it. Is that the fucking? Yeah, that's the vibe. Like he's like he's like. He, I get that. That's cool. He has a super psychopath and then his dad tells him like, oh, I mean, it's bad to kill people. But what but if I told you who to kill? Some people do deserve it. Big time. Straight up. <laughs> kill like some people. Sweaty Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Big nonce chops himself. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that fucking thing I sent you? Oh my God. It's so good. That Dark Arts coffee. coffee said it put up this thing on there. It's actually on their website. And I went on to see it. And it was like this fucking special coffee box. And it was like $12 million and 10. ten. <laughs> uh, to be fair, that is a big amount of money to give to someone you have apparently never met for things you never did yeah <laughs> like that's, that's the thing that's wild. so mental is like no none of these things happened i don't care what you're reading from these people yeah, it's I don't even, i've know. never even heard of this jeffrey guy who the fuck is that it's but also a g or a j <laughs> but also here's 12 million bucks please stop from mummy from mummy oh, mummy gave me money <laughs> fucking gimp man he is absolutely a beast oh full blown sweaty pie sweaty oh, just <sighs> the whole, let's just get into it let's abolish the monarchy <laughs> yes let's rip the entire fucking thing down none of it matters who fucking really cares think they will abolish the monarchy think if we fucking Lizzie dies, they'll be like, "Ugh, this is too much fucking hassle." Like, who's who? I don't really know much about the, the royal family of the Monarchy and So, if when if Lizzie dies, because mm-hmm. she could be, she could live for she another could hundred years. Be the lizard person we all think she is. Who is like, who's next? The throne person, Charlie, Charles. Oh, big ears. Yeah, big big ears, big sausage fingers. I've never looked at his fingers. Oh, they are. Are they chonking? They are very, very sad. Does he get chonking fingers? Yeah. This is episode 47 of Dead End Friends, the podcast. We're so happy for you to be here and join in in this uh, finger debate. Uh, this is a podcast with... Come in, bitches. Oh, damn. It's like a pack of Richmond sausages. What the Yo. fuck is that? Nah, he has to be holding water. <laughs> <laughs> like he's surely holding water in that skin. What is going on? Yeah, it's Yo, crazy, isn't it? <laughs> that pinky <laughs> is ready to fall Have off. you ever seen a ring look so stressed out? <laughs> that ring's like, I don't know if I can hold it together, guys. I don't know if I can hold it together. <laughs> it's actually like a meat packet. Like, it's like the string that's been put around a meat packet. Yeah. Hey, Charles, like, have you seen a doctor? Not that I really give a shit if you live or die, but... Yeah, die and then go to a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a podcast for two dudes who don't know anything, talk about everything, clearly. We don't, we don't fucking know anything we're talking shit about somebody's fingers they could have like some real deal condition that's a bit of a shame um, like baby you, carrots you can find us on Spotify Apple Podcasts just google it and hopefully our name will come up if you google dead end friends you can find us on Instagram at dead end friends podcast where you can give us a wee follow like some stuff send us a message if you have any conspiracy theories that you think are cool swing them our way because we love to read them my name is Craig Jimison I'm Gary Gordon let's talk about <laughs> Camilla Charlie's must fucking love them, to be fair. <laughs> Camilla's having a great time. Like, no, 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 no. Zip them back up. Bring them out. <laughs> Give me those phalanges. <laughs> <laughs> but he could die before he's more. I mean, clearly from the nick of his fucking horns. Aye, and the fact that like the Queen was here like when the world was born. Since God left Gavin. <laughs> She'd been here for a very long this time. This is Codlift coming. Aye, my dad says that. But if he says no. If he says no. Computer says no. Because he can say, I don't want it. Fingers next, say no. Next time. Next one. Oh, really? Who's the yeah. next one? William. Is that the baldy man? Aye. He is the biggest tragedy of this current era. Oh, because he was such a handsome child. Like, growing up, handsome as fuck, Mm. went to the army, handsome as fuck, 
Don't know what happened. Got baldy. Got ugly. Yo, pattern baldness happens as all. Still fucking riding Katie. What's that all about? Oh, is that the one who get? Yeah, yeah, yeah the one they get married. Yeah, wild. <laughs> it's just... but if he does become the king, mm-hmm. King William, we'd have a King Billy. <laughs> half half of Glasgow would be celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> would have an all-out fucking war. I would move back to Bridgeton. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can walk the streets, all hail King Billy. <laughs> It'd be a fucking wild time. Imagine King Billy. It means nothing nowhere else, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. But like, it also means fucking nothing here. Oh, absolutely, but it does. <sighs> <sighs> fucking King Billy, yeah. That would be quite good. Fucking King Billy. That would be quite good. But it's all fucking dumb. Is beyond dumb, beyond dumb. Like, I don't want to get here, man. I'll get mad. I'll get mad. get mad. I don't want to get into it. I'll get mad. The the monarchy should be abolished because it's all bullshit. Like uh, none of it fucking matters. Like it's literally just a bunch of rich white people pretending they lord over just because the cousins people. pumped like a million years ago. Exactly. And just like, and then we need to like pay them. Ah, but they're good for the fucking tourism, aren't they? The fuck? Well, apparently they are, but I don't no, know if that means anything. The fucking palaces. You don't need the people to be in there for it to still be a gorgeous big palace. I mean, I'm guessing palace is what where royals live, so I guess you kind of do need them. It Otherwise, it'd just be it would still Buckingham be a, Building. Exactly. <laughs> it's still a big, beautiful, big building. Isn't it? People go and visit beautiful, big buildings. This is big, beautiful Buckingham Building. <laughs> I would be such a good tour guide. See that big building over there, by the way? Fucking beautiful, by the way. That's fucking beautiful. Don't know nothing about it, it's just fucking beautiful. It's just fucking beautiful. I just keep it. Look at the fucking, look at the fucking gate on that, by the way. Look Check at the, the fucking, fucking architecture. <laughs> Soaking in all the culture. Oh, I should have made me a story that Sam told me, our buddy Sam. Because, uh, so our buddy Sam lives near the necropolis. So like the fucking fancy ass graveyard that all the ghosts love to go and hang out at. Um, he told me this story about one night I think it was like in the middle of the night he started hearing like screaming like just somebody like ah help me ah. so he's living next to the Acropolis probably thinking like fuck lock somebody's, window. somebody's lock haunted <laughs> somebody's getting murdered so he's like right I better go up and see what's going on so he, go, he goes over to his window <laughs> looks outside expecting to see somebody getting like fucking murdered or beat up or somebody and he uh a junkie, so a, a local drug addict, had tried to jump the fence into the necropolis. I mean, I don't know the rules of the necropolis. Do they lock the gates at night? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. So he tried to jump the fence, didn't quite make it over, and was just kind of hanging by his trousers over the other side of the fence. <laughs> Sometimes you just get what you deserve, you know. So <laughs> you get what you get, you know. That's just imagine just get woken up in the middle of the night. Fucking hell, man! You just look at Satan. There's just this Sammy fucking... closing his curtains again. <laughs> no. Oh, he. You know for a fact he didn't help. No, straight up he did not help. You know, he went help. back to bed with a clear conscience that <laughs> he, night. He's <laughs> Have uh, you ever have you ever had anything like that where you've been like woken up in the middle of the night by like some weird shit just happening out like in the street or nearby? Mm, no, I remember waking up um, in the house after hearing a massive clatter. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh God, what's that?" It's quite oh, late in the morning. Oh dear, early in the morning. Right, fucking ran up, got up. Turned on the lights. Never put my glasses on. Mistake. Is this in like, the flat? Or no, no, no. It's in my mum and dad's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like look over the balcony. I like the balcony. The banister. <laughs> the balcony. Like, oh, the I balcony. Like, I looked over the balcony. Who's that? Pure can you tell? And I hear a groan, and I'm like, squint a wee bit more, and I'm like, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that blood is the shape of my father. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Ran downstairs. My dad got really drunk. <laughs> Really, really, really drunk. Yeah, got like steaming drunk. There was like bottles of wine and stuff in the fridge and Hunter's a beer. Uh-huh. And he thought, I'm going to clear some space in that fridge. <laughs> so he just drank it. So then... Take it out. Drunk, it cupboard. drunk logic. He got on the middle of the night and he was like, 
going to go for a pee. But I'm going to go downstairs so I don't make a lot of noise for everyone that's sleeping upstairs. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then he falls down <laughs> over the stairs. <laughs> so I'm standing at the top of the stairs. Heather's standing at the top of the stairs. Mum's standing at the top of the stairs. Ex-girlfriend's sitting at the top of the stairs. My dad's at the bottom in a crumpled mess. <laughs> Butt-ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> like what is going on that is my dad's bobby i had like a <laughs> i had like a pull-up bar but it wasn't like attached to my door so i just had this metal pole it was like sat like next to my, my bedroom door so obviously I heard a clatter i was like grabbing that <laughs> like just in case standing i'm like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> right downstairs. i'll put my rod away pal if you put yours away <laughs> yeah, this is my dad <laughs> Next day, I had to go to the A&E just to get checked over. No was way. Oh he was fine when, at the time because he was pissed. Yeah, yeah, So he was yeah. just like, the adrenaline running through. through it. Yeah, yeah, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> that's about the weirdest thing that's happened. I mean, <laughs> granted, it's pretty weird. Yeah, that's bizarre. Pretty bizarre. I think the, the my favourite one that's happened is when I first met Emma, she lived on Byers Road. She was living in a flat by herself in Byers Road. Um... And I, I mean, I just spent most of my time there because I didn't really want to be in the flat that I was living in at the time. So I basically just like fucking moved in there. Um, so I mean, like, Byers Road is a busy place. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of pubs. I don't know if there is clubs. I've got no idea. But anyway, it's always a busy place. People out in the drink. And there was one night in particular. There, there'd been a couple of nights we've been woken up, but there was one night in particular where um, <clears throat> we heard like a screaming match happening outside the window. So I was two nosy bastards. We were like, ah, what? Curtains right open at the window, lights on so they can see, and we're just like ah, tuned in to find out what's going on. And uh, we hear so it's like a woman and a guy screaming at each other, and uh, the police are there and all. And we notice the police aren't really like dealing with the two of them, they have their torches out and they're looking down the drains. So we're like, what the fuck is going on? So all we can hear is them just, ah, there's a fucking breach of the peace happening here. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually, like, the woman starts cutting through. We start hearing her voice the most. And the one, the line that stood out the most was, I spend all fucking day in the house watching your fucking wains. And then you throw my teeth down the fucking drain. You throw my teeth down the drain. So they'd obviously gotten some kind of scrap. I don't know if she spat her teeth at him or She's something. just kicking a bit gumsy for the rest of the night. And he obviously just went like that. See ya. Kicked the teeth down the fucking oh <laughs> the drain in the street. So the police put it with their torches like this. Try to find this woman's fucking teeth. The wallies, that's amazing. Oh my god. Of all the things to be woken up by. That was the, that was my favourite one. There was a couple of other ones where it was just like people getting in fights and stuff, but that was the best one. That one will always stand out. And it's like something that we still talk about all the time. Because you know I mean? it was like that first summer where we met and it was like, we always talk about how nice it was. It was so sunny. It was such a nice summer. But mind that time. I <laughs> mind that time that woman lost her teeth. I love it. Good this time, is the man. best city on earth. It truly is. <coughs> truly the best city on earth. Yeah, it's dreadful in all the right ways. In all the right ways. Yep, like yep, how, yep, yep, yep. I know I've complained a lot recently about like needing to go on holiday and mm. to be in a different place for a while because I've been here for a while. But Everyone needs a break. My God, I can't wait to come back to this nutso city and just... <laughs> as soon as you leave. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh man, absence makes the heart grow fonder, you know? Like that's exactly what <laughs> needs to happen. I just need to have uh, my love for Glasgow reignited. Yeah, man. It's such a bizarre say. There's so much fun, man. There's just so much stupid shit happens. and <laughs> People getting fights over the most dumb shit as well, just like in the street. Just yes. like so many arguments kicking out just because like, I don't know, man, you just looked at somebody funny. Like, I've not, I've, like I don't know how many times I've had like somebody square up to me because they thought I looked at them. I'm just like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm literally just going to the pharmacy. It's like, you know, like you hear that saying, oh, I've started fights for less. Like, that's an actual thing that happens in Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, for, for like, sure. Like, like, you walk past the Brazen Head pub with a pair of blue trainers on, you're fucked. Well, that was your first mistake. That is... Well, I have trainers that just have, like, red and blue on them. They're white. Don't wear them out of the house. They're white. Don't, They're don't white go near trainers. Don't Celtic pub. It's on my way Wait till King Billy's in charge. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I can do what I want. You you like. <laughs> Everyone will have to wear red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, dearie me. No. Glasgow's great. A great wee place. Yeah. Oh my god. Look at that fucking everywhere, man. It's having a meltdown. <sighs> I mean, I had one yesterday. I'd take that off work yesterday. Really? What happened? I was just burnt out, man. You ever just get those days? Yes. Just like, I'm pretty can't. sure that's what happened to me on Tuesday when I was off out. Like, yeah, yeah. My body was just like, you're tired. Yeah. You need a minute. That's the thing. Like, like there are certain times where your body just does genuinely just tell you what you need to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, most and of the time, it's your brain that's in control, but then sometimes your body will just go, nah, not today, man. You cannot do it. No. I just woke up yesterday and was like, I didn't really have a good sleep because it was just me and Mac in the house because <clears throat> Luna and Emma were away for a wee while. Um, and Mac came into bed with me and like because I was trying to sleep to like make sure he was comfortable and I wasn't squishing him and stuff so I didn't really get a good sleep and even when I was sleeping I was like uncomfortable as fuck like not sleeping very well. So I just woke up like yesterday and was just like I can't, I can't fucking do it today. <laughs> just could not function. I was just like it's important. This is me though. going off the cliff. Uh, falling into the depths of sadness. That's that. that was me, man. Sometimes you got to <clears throat> you got to listen. I don't I, I think if you there's so many people out there that get off on being like workaholics and all that kind of stuff. And I I'm not a workaholic, but I'm a grafter, you know, I like working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know myself. I know that if my body is just like, dude, please. Yeah. I will listen. Like I'm lucky enough that I'm in the position where I can take a day, you yeah. know, where I, I, and I, I recognise that I have that kind of luxury in my life, Yeah, you know, but at the same time, I worked hard enough to get to this point where I'm like, I just need a, a minute, yeah, you, you know. You put the work in, man. <clears throat> but there's so many people. I remember I have had to, like, actually reprimand clients. I've had to shout at them. Really? I remember this boy years ago now. It was when we first started in, in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Boy Charlie, I still remember him. He came in and he was white, right? But like his eyes and like mouth were like bright red. And I was like, Holy "Shit, are you okay?" Like it was like maybe one o'clock in the afternoon, and he was like, "I'm just real tired." I'm like, "What have you been doing?" He's like, "I have not slept for like two days." why are you like out partying he's like no i just do my dissertation and i was like oh my god like, so you know like in the barber shop we turn people away from the mirror yeah i turned him around and i went look at you he was like what and i was like look at you just take a minute yeah i was like take it in drink it in you look like shit <laughs> like you are so harsh and like you're burning out like he's like i know like we were out he played for the rugby team he was out in like a rugby tour which is just a mad weekend that the rugby <clears throat> society or the rugby club do. Yeah. And it's just drinking. It's like two hours of sports and then fucking like 15 hours of drinking. Yeah, absolutely. So he came home from that straight into writing his dissertation. And I was just like, this is your last year at university. You need to buck up your ideas. <laughs> like you need to actually figure out what you're doing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. what you're doing right now is not healthy. You can't yeah. do both. You can't do both. Yeah. I'm like... Remember this, because you don't want to look this bad ever again. Because <laughs> he was handsome, he was a really handsome boy. But I was just like, you can't live your life like this, man. Like, that's yeah. not okay. Like, yeah. okay, you might be just be saying, oh, it's just university, this, that, and the next thing. And yeah. I'm like, but that's bad habits that will carry on into real life, you know? Yeah. Like, you go to work, you'll not sleep properly, you wake up, and then you like, you're like, oh, God, it's Saturday. And before you know it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And then you're straight back to it. Straight back to it. You get no rest. It's like, I used to have this conversation with somebody I used to work with in my last job all the time. Like, she she used to work into the night. All, like, all the time. All the time. And I remember I found out that she was doing this. And I was like, I wasn't her manager. I wasn't her supervisor. I was just in the same team with her. I wasn't doing the same job. Like, the way our team worked, it was like a mishmash of the misfits in the department. So I was doing, like, the reporting, the fucking management information stuff. Mm. She was more, like, admin looking after meetings and stuff, <clears throat> which is fine. But I found, I found out that she was, like, staying up, like, some nights, like, because there was, like, timestamps on files that she was working on, because mm. I could see it when I was going in and doing it. And there was, like, timestamps, like, half 11 at night. And I, I remember I remember saying to her, like, can I casually just be, like, oh, like, you being all right, like, you're getting through, you're working, all that. It's like, yeah, yeah, just putting in some extra hours, you know. 
It's burning the midnight oil. I remember just kind of, I, I was just like, I was a bit of an asshole to her, truthfully. I was just like, why? Yeah. What, why are you doing that? She's like, oh, you know, it's just uh, the work needs done. I'm like, no, the work can always get done tomorrow. Oh, absolutely can. The work can always get done tomorrow. Like, especially in the kind of jobs that I get into, maybe not so much now, the job that I'm in now, but it's like, you are paid to work from nine until five. Anything you do beyond that then gets taken for granted because every single company that I have worked for <clears throat> is full of massive assholes. So if the massive assholes see that you're doing so much more work than you should, should. be doing, they will constantly expect that from you. They will pile it on. And they will make you feel so small when you can't keep up with that level anymore and that's yeah. what happened that is what happened to that girl like i still speak to somebody that i work with she took six weeks off of work from stress Yeesh. six weeks she took off because she just couldn't handle it anymore no but job should ever make you feel you need to take time off for stress never never the no one, job is paying enough the one bit of advice i gave her was learn how to say no to people that isn't yourself because she constantly said no to herself and yes to everyone else. And that's what got her into that position. She, I mean, I'll be a dick to her if I saw her again. It's her own fucking fault that she got in that position. Absolutely. Like, you got yourself that fucking strung out. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> like, and I understand people have that, that, people just have that kind of personality, you know, where they just need to. We talk about being people pleasers. Oh yeah, that's, that is that is the fucking that's deep a chronic. End, that's a chronic that people pleaser. People pleaser, like yeah. I have to do this work because it's been asked of me. Like yeah, no, they you kill have themselves. to do the work when it is required. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially when it's like oh shit, when it's not scratching the surface on what you should actually be making. You know, like it's not happening, man. Just not happening. Not even a piece. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It's just it's the horrible <laughs> corporate capitalist world that we live in. That's it, man. We just feed the machine. Yeah, That's man. That's all we're here for. We're literally just like part of the cycle. And then there'll be more of us after we die. That's it. That's bleak. Speaking of saying no to yourself, I have not been doing that lately. <laughs> <laughs> I have not said no. <laughs> Anything I've wanted lately, I've just been like, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm an adult, yeah. kind of. I forgot how to be an adult, like properly. We both have. Like, yeah, we just adults. like... Not a garbage. Not in a bad way, but we just like, you know, you like you have a moment where you've just been like, oh, weeks gone by, and we're like, oh fuck, we've not done a washing, we've not, <laughs> we've got a shopping, <laughs> dishes, like, when was the last time we ate a cooked meal? Like you know, like we have all these thoughts in our head. And it's like, how the fuck did we forget to do that? Like we just straight up stopped being adults for like, a week and it was a wild ride it was so much fun yeah yeah, yeah. like but that's unhealthy it's great but you should everyone should do it at least once you know just forget like just, it's been like we had that conversation we're like how did we do this it's been fun but how did we do this <laughs> we realized we probably shouldn't do that anymore <laughs> so of course we ordered a shop and we cleaned the house shanna cleaned the house she fucking smashed it so nice to come home to that tonight. Honestly, that's a moment I've. Oh, this is like a nice a, clean house. I got the vinegar strokes like right away. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> creaming. We've not cleaned in here in so long, dude. But the thing is, so gross. we ordered the food shop to arrive. Yeah. And we were like, fuck. There's actually no food in. Like for tonight's yeah, for tonight's yeah, dinner, yeah. we're like, do we just buy something? <laughs> <laughs> so we bought takeaway again. I was like, God damn it, this is what we're trying to get away from. As soon as I walked this. in the door and put the food down, we saw the Tesco truck pull up and no. I was like, You're fucking kidding. <laughs> could not believe it. I was like, the timing of that could not be worse. Could not be worse. <laughs> the same kind of shit actually like I I'd kinda of did the same kind of shit while nobody was here. So like Sunday Luna and Emma went to their nana's house uh, up in fucking Argyle and then Mac went to stay with his gran down in the Port Glasgow Airport. so I had the house Sunday night Monday night Mac didn't come home till the Tuesday and then Emma and Luna came home yesterday and see for like Sunday night Monday night 
and then Tuesday, like before I went and picked Mac up, I had a very, very low value of life. <laughs> I did <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Like I didn't shower. Mm. I mean, I had my New Year's resolution of showering more. I showered even less. You're so gross. Didn't shower. Like worked in my PJs. Like today, I can get on board with. I don't fuck with it. I realized this today. I worked in my PJs Monday, Tuesday. I had to take the day off yesterday because I wasn't feeling it. And I put clothes on. I mean, it sounds terrible. I think I put clothes on today is the first day I put proper clothes on Sunday. It's Thursday. And honestly, dude, like I felt so much better just when I got dressed this morning. I think I'm one of those people that like I can't disconnect the comfies. So like the comfies to me is right. This is me. Yeah. I can't then be productive and like have be in the mindset of right. I need to sit here for however many hours I work and do my job. Yeah. Like no, I was. I felt sluggish. Like I wasn't retaining things the way I normally would. And then today I was like, zip just managed to get these fucking buttoned i'm getting so fat that i was like okay <laughs> kill they're on and then i actually managed to like kind of rip through some work today which felt like good and productive and i was like maybe that's just what it is like i can't be that guy that sits in fucking pj bottoms while they're yeah. working like a fucking shirt and tie up top and then pj bottoms like i need to be like right put some clothes on I actually go outside for fucking 10 minutes mm-hmm. i'd be like that i know i'd be like that yeah yeah absolutely because it's mindset mm-hmm. if i'm in my comfies this is turned off that's it absolutely does not connect can i play warzone now yeah exactly my comfies like, are on that's when i said watch ted lasso <laughs> <laughs> is that good oh i love it i've seen so many people say it's really good so i watched the first season i've not watched season two yet right okay and then shana was like can we watch this and i was like i've already seen season one but i'll watch it again it's one of those i it's a comedy mm-hmm but no show has ever made me cry so much. It's honestly, Did you not say that about Queen Eye like two weeks ago? <laughs> that was then, this is now. <laughs> I'll say it again in like three weeks. But it's so heartwarming that like it makes me like well up. And I can't hold back when I well up. When I well up, I'm on my way. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. But like You find me doing this quite a lot. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like sad moments in it. Yeah. That are so fucking real like yeah. it just oh man it's beautiful and jason sudeikis is fucking incredible i like that guy what i like about it well but i like him a lot i think he just i think he'd be fun to hang out with yeah yeah, yeah. he seems real fun i like i like him as a person and i can obviously i can see a lot of him in this character right okay. and i can see a lot of everyone i kind of know in this character right okay is he's got like this real like deep south accent Maybe. I don't know if it is deep south. He's got an American <laughs> accent that's not his own. But he sounds kind of like a hick. But, right, okay, okay, okay. And I think because of that, everything he says sounds so sincere and sweet. Right. I just like, well, I'm going to cry. He sounds right. like Matthew McConaughey is what you're trying to say. A bit. <laughs> but it's honestly, it's it's beautiful. But like the whole show is great. Like the main character in it, or one of the main characters in it is a, a footballer called Roy Kent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is like supposed to be like Roy Keane, <laughs> like straight up supposed to be like Roy Keane, like All right, okay. mental hard nut <laughs> of a football player. Um, but he's actually one of the writers on the show. All right, and he was not meant to be in it, and they couldn't find someone to fill this part. Uh-huh. I believe is the story, and he was just like, I think I could do it. Oh really? Yeah, and like I seen like a I seen a video of him on like late night something yeah either yeah, like yeah. like fucking it was seth myers, seth myers or, or it was jimmy kimmel or some shit fallon i think it might have been right. um and he's so sweet oh, really? <laughs> but, yeah then he plays this fucking like hard nut football <laughs> player that just headbutts people and like oh it's great it's I, actually, so, I really so like good. those kind of stories cause where you hear like like the actors that do it weren't really supposed to do that yeah because it was like when you the one i always think about is like parks and recreation Chris Pratt was written into a couple of episodes in the first season and then he ended up being like the favourite character throughout every season no of Parks and Recreation. That's amazing. Because he's not, even in the first season, he's not actually in like the, the intro credits or no. anything. 
he was only supposed to be in it for a bit and then everybody just loved that I've character. I've seen like the first two episodes, uh, first two seasons Parks. I really like Parks and Recreation. It's just one of those ones that's like you can just kind of Stick put it on. on. Yeah. It's like every, what's it, Michael Schur, is that his name? The guy that did like The Office. Oh, right, okay. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's just mm. one of those shows you can just put on and disappear into a different fucking I think, reality. I think Ted Lasso's kind of like that. Right, okay. But it's more of a actual cohesive story. Right, okay. It's like an underdog story, and I fucking love an underdog story. You we know? love one here. This this podcast is. There's a couple of underdogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, it, it's it's really good. I just cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> also, all the like trainers that like Ted Lasso wears in it, like you see them, they're all like quite fancy, like exclusives and stuff. All they're right, all Jason Sudeikis is like. From his, like, yeah, from his house. Is he a real deal like sneakerhead? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Has he not so... got like an incredibly beautiful wife? It would not surprise me. Is it not like Olivia Munn or some shit? Olivia Wilde, sorry? No, she's pumping Harry Styles. I can't be bored looking up. Anyway. I'll look it up. I don't mind. I like a good one. It's just an unbelievably gorgeous couple, if I rem- remember correctly. Jason, I do like that guy. He's dead funny in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He shows up in like two episodes. He's dead funny. K Cannon. Hmm? K Cannon? No, that's not the person I'm thinking of. Oh, wait. Did he used to be with somebody else that I'm thinking of? There is a photo of him with Olivia Wilde. I think they maybe they used to be together and they're not anymore. Yeah, maybe. Because she was definitely pumping Harry Styles. Who isn't? I definitely would. Ah, yeah. Talented, handsome, has been in a Christopher Nolan film. (laughs) What more do you need? Really, what more do you need? What more do you need? The songs are banging. The songs are stonking. So (laughs) fucking good. So good. So good. And he's playing Ibrox, you know? He's a good hun hun lad. (laughs) What I need Hung or hun? <laughs> Both. <laughs> what I need is a photo of Harry Styles in the Rangers dressing room underneath the painting of the Queen. Because <laughs> it blows my mind that that even exists in Rangers. <laughs> I understand, obviously, it does. I hate it. You don't. I do hate it. I, I, it makes me embarrassed. Like there was that. Um, there was a video of Steven Gerrard when he first took over as manager, going into like the dressing room, and he spots and he's like. Every time I see that video, it makes me sick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, why is that there? We have so many weird traditions as a club, but that's another thing for another time. Like, it's I would love for you to open up about that on the podcast one time, because you know how much I don't care about sports ball, and it's because of shit like that. Right. So, the, too many, too many feelings and beliefs get crossed over a fucking ball, and that's yeah. That was a good wee pun. Cross ball. You know when you cross a ball. Mm-hmm, I get it. I get it. My corner. We have one. I can't remember what the cup's called. But we have this cup that was given to us by, like, King George. I'm going to hate this, right? But apparently it was, like, to do with some fucking, like, commemoration game. Is Mm -hmm. that even a word? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember the actual story, but it was, like, we'll give you this. But every time, the, the first game of the year after the new year, you've all got to drink from it. And toast the queen, or toast the the king or queen, whoever it is, is in, in in charge, large and in charge. It makes me fucking sick, man. It's just, it's a club that's deep rooted, deep rooted in tradition, and it just can't get away from it. I mean, like, see, back in the day, that was probably sound, you know, but that was back in the day. Can we just like play football? Look, I was born into this. I can't help it. It is what it is, man. Ah, the queen is a lizard. Stop toasting a lizard. <laughs> Toast that lizard. <laughs> Fuck me, man. That blows my yeah, mind. Absolutely blows my, blows my mind. But anyway, let's talk about the playlist. It seems like that's a good place. Yeah, to considering you forgot my fucking laptop charger, it does have to be a short episode. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have my child's phone to do it this time, so I don't need to rely on you. Nice. So, my five songs, they're a bit all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, not really. They are, but they're not. They're what I expect from me. <laughs> the first song just came up in a playlist the other day, and I really fucking liked the song. Yeah, yeah. It's by AZ, mm-hmm. Two Chains. 
and I text you being like, "Hold on a minute, how is it taking us this long to, to get a fucking two chain song on the playlist?" Like I fucking love two chain. The song's called Motorola Era, which just makes me laugh. Also, <laughs> <laughs> just f- flapping out those razors and yeah, shit. the razor. Oh, I love my fucking razor. <laughs> that phone was insane. Mm-hmm. My God. I used to be able to text so fast on a phone like that. You, like the, you always look back at these like electronics that we've had, and there's always those ones that like that was a change in mm. time. Like that was a point in time where we all we all remember yeah. was the razor flip phone. And then you had like the we're talking like Game Boys. Like Game Boys changed history. He did flip phone that Motorola razor flip phone. It was sick changed the fucking world mm-hmm. it was such a good phone it was such a good phone i missed that phone yeah that was a good bring one. that back did they not try they did no they have brought it back and it fucking it's cheeks dude it's so of bad of course it is of course it is <laughs> it doesn't work anymore like you can't have a touchscreen flip phone it just doesn't work it just sounds like, like the screen is going to break i can't slam this thing down because i'll break the fucking screen <laughs> that was so, like just the satisfaction of like flip it because like or like back, just flipping it on hello back then is like that phone could go through an actual fucking atomic blast and still be good like you can't drop this phone from here and then still expect it to work. But back then, you could flip that fucking thing out like you were actually whipping horses, and it would be fine. Every call, <laughs> two hundred calls a day, Whoop-ah! answering everyone is aggressive Hello? as fuck. Like you're Mike Tyson in the fucking nineties, and it would still work perfectly, man. See now, <gasps> I saw a, a reel the other day that was like, "Remember when dropping your phone used to be like this? You drop your phone, and like the batteries would fall." <laughs> 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 kids will never understand that nowadays. batteries falling out sim cards memory cards like kids will never understand nah dude like we used to have to put like two cards on our phone and a battery remember we used to have to put money into our phone that was fucked I mean that's still like, a thing but it's not yeah we used to have to like top up the phone yeah it had, had to, to be actually, a balance you had to get coins right and you like put the coins into the side of the phone and they dissolved and that's how you could like talk through it Please don't. That's what made like Wi-Fi. People are dumb enough to believe that. Stop spreading this misinformation. <laughs> Jenny, <you are> fucking <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan 2.0, bro. Right here. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. More later. It just, it just slaps. It's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. We were talking about a song, right? <laughs> the next song is uh, Kickstart My Heart by Motley fucking Crew. I fucking hate you. I love song. Motley Crew so much. <laughs> I really fucking do. I have always loved Motley Crew and I always will love Motley Crew. I know, I know. We've I know. been watching Pam and Tommy on right, Disney okay. and it, it, it has just been like, fucking love Motley Crue <laughs> like the entire time. I don't care what's going on anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real good series it's so funny I've not watched it it's very apparent that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg Goldberg is that his name mm-hmm. I have written a lot of it right okay because obviously it's based on real events yeah and it's pretty much to the letter what happened but yeah. all the dialogue and stuff like yeah it's very like super bad yeah it's very like Pineapple Express <laughs> yeah it's very like hopped up like it's not what they would have said you mm. know it's like characterized versions of those people yeah which is just fun um the next song is come on baby cry by orville peck it's so good is this one of his new songs it's off his uh it's off his <coughs> new ep called mm-hmm. bronco chapter one so it's gonna be the, a couple uh, of chapters yeah the um the artwork is just him standing in front of a black horse wearing all gold. You gold us, bro? It's so good, and like his voice in the chorus is insane. He does have a fucking gorgeous oh, voice. His voice is fucking unreal, man. Absolutely unreal. He's he's a great artist. Like I would love Yo, to see. Yo, he's him. fucking shredded now. He is. He's absolutely ripped. Jesus Christ! He can ride me like a bronco. <laughs> the next song <laughs> is still featuring. Six lakh. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, yeah, is, yeah, is he just calling that, no, or is correct. he just calling himself black? Is that what that is? No, I'm pretty sure it's six lakh. It's that guy in Smino. 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 Uh, of Saba's new album. I have listened to this album so much since you sent it it's to me. It's a bop. It's so good. It is a bop. Like 
every time I'm in the gym and like an album, like my the album that I'm listening to work out to ends, I just put this on because I'm like, I know I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. what it is. It's just good vibes, man. It's a great fucking album, man. Mm-hmm. Like, the album, is it like Siren and Busy and stuff that's on? Like Yeah, like calligraphy and stuff on it. Yeah, calligraphy. Like, that, that, all those songs are amazing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But, I what it's called. this is the first album of his that I've listened to properly. Right, okay. The other ones I've only listened to because they're on playlists that you've made up previously. <laughs> right. But, like, this is the first one where I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to listen to the Sabbath album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good. It's just really good. Yeah, the whole album's good, right? I like the artwork. And he's... I've, the thing I really like about Saba is he is very good at changing his voice to suit the beat of songs that he's doing because yeah. he has some songs in there that are almost like he's usually like quite chill vibes very nice kind of lo-fi but there's a couple of songs in there that are quite aggressive and I think that's what I really like about him is he's he's so changeable and he, he will adapt to what the beat is producing for him yeah like I think that's why I really, really like Saba, and and that album is just like a testament to his his talent. He, he know he knows he knows what he needs to deliver. You know, mm-hmm. I hate that whole like he understood the assignment thing, but he absolutely does. Like every single time. Um, the last song that I put on is a uh, Out of Here by KRS One, uh, which is off the album Return of Boom Bap. Is that what it is? Return, yeah, Return of Return of the Boom Bap. <laughs> It's just stupid. I hate that there's an entire genre a rap called boom bap. Boom bap rap, bro. I like it, but I've I've never heard of KRS One. KRS One, really? You would have. You'll have heard a song or two, right? Okay. Because he's huge. <clears throat> he's absolutely massive. KRS One, knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody. Is what that stands for. Right. Um, okay. But he's just that. Oh, boop, boop, it's the sound of the police. Yeah, you, you know at least one I song. Get, you know? Yeah, yeah, I like, get, yeah. Look at that it's, terrible photo job, Photoshop job, though. <laughs> like, you can see the frame of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. But you bro. know what? He saw that photo and was like, that's the one. <laughs> Do you know? That's just who he is. Like, New York fucking really aggressive <laughs> rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been around forever, and he's. I think he's still releasing music. Yo, do you want to know what my problem is, though? Tell me. Is that album artwork that I'm ripping is from last year? <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's not it's the not problem. Even, like from the '90s or anything, where it was hard to get a hold no, of Photoshop. But that's not the problem. The problem. It's not even a problem. It's just who he is. You know, like he's always <laughs> been a person who was just like, I like that. I'm going to use it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's not like he's massive. He's not the biggest rapper in the world. Like, there is... A lot of people know who KRS-One is, right? Yeah. Loads and loads of people. But like, if you say KRS-One to someone, they're like, who? Yeah, 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 You know, like, there's more people that's going to say who than people go, yes. Yeah, KRS. But I remember KRS-One from when I was in college mm-hmm. doing sound production. All the boys that I was, like, hanging out with were super into rap, and they showed me so much. Like, I spoke about it before. Like, they got me into atmosphere and, like, things that were on, like, rhyme sayers and... Mm-hmm. Oh, man. KRS-One is one of those ones that I'm just like, I love that. Right, okay. Like, the dog outside. Yapping. What the dog doing? It's probably my next door neighbor, actually. Props. It's a bit of a yappy dog. Uh, he, he's just good. Like, he always has a message, and that's what I quite like about him. Right, okay. He's always standing up for the right thing. That's nice. He's just, he's fucking good. <laughs> you should listen to KRS-One <laughs> if you, you don't already, because you're missing it. I'll do it. Okay, the first song I put on gave you a headache. It did give me a fucking banging headache. Is what, <laughs> what you said? Yep. <laughs> Straight up. So I put on the song Machine Gun by Brain Tur... I think it's Tourniquet. Tourniquet, I think that's yeah. it. Tourniquet? Tourniquet. I think that's how you say it. It's the thing you put around your arm when you're <clears throat> jagging up. Oh shit, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's cute. Or to stop the bleeding, something like that. that that's that's mainly cute. for. So you're putting a rubber band around your brain, stabbing brown. So is that st- stabbing brown, golden brown, brown? <laughs> I know the words. Give myself a dead arm. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, bro? I'm trying to drink this beer and I can't move it anymore. <laughs> 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 so this song Machine Gun by Brain Tourniquet uh, there are, I came across 
brain tourniquet because I bought a record. I bought a Warthog record from a record shop called Static Shock Records. Cool. And I started following them on Instagram because I was like, yo, if they have Warthog installed, because it's like a UK thing, it's not like because Warthog are from like New York or some shit. So I was like, yo, if it's a UK thing, I'll follow them because they'll probably have some other banging artists, yeah. which they did because Brain Tourniquet was being sold out of their shop and it was one of them so I was like I'll check them out man fuck it so I gave like their last album a listen it's just like as if they recorded their guitar through a chainsaw yeah that's probably the best way to put it mm-hmm. it's just power violence out the wazoo it's like if you took fucking I mean it's like you just turn trash talk up a notch away from the punk ethics of trash talk and put them more towards the violence of yeah. trash talk and then throw it all in the bin and record it from there. <laughs> That's how it sounds. I absolutely, like, this album just came out, like, last week or the week before. Well, uh, what's the name of the album? I'll, I'll say the name of the album. Uh, Brain Tourniquet 2. That wasn't hard. So they brought out this album, like, a week ago, two weeks ago. And it, I have not stopped playing it, if I'm being honest, man. It's, like, it's ten songs and it's um, 11 minutes long. <laughs> I love shit like that so Some much. of their songs are like 26 seconds and shit. Is I, it a song? You don't need anything else. There's certain music where you don't need to overdo it. And Brain Tourniquet are that kind of band. They're just like... I'd love to go see them live because they could come on like real late and I'd still get home early. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this song. I think it's just because everything up to this point in the album is like full throttle. Just... <laughs> But this one starts off. It starts off heavy shit, but it's like it's a it's a wee, wee bit slower pace yeah. until it builds up. To no, be a it bit is more good. It did manic. just give me a fucking ripping headache. <laughs> I'm too old for it. I'm too old for heavy music. <laughs> uh, the next song I put on was "America Latina" by Sonzera, featuring Marcos Val and Patricia Alvi. I put this on because. <clears throat> It, it is a fucking banger it's such a good groove but it came on like a random fucking like i went on like one of those spotify radio things just like oh, i'll try and find some new music and this came on and it, when it started i was like oh i really like this beat i really like this groove like it's just it's, it's vibing but then i started like tapping along to it and i was like i fucking know that why do i know that groove i was like i fucking know that and it took me so long but i finally realized it's because madlib sampled it for the mad villainy album mm-hmm. so on the song i think it's raid yeah as he's using all things the same come back groove. To that's, that's, <laughs> just, that's just that's what just we have the to. The life that I live. Yeah, <laughs> just got to realise that about Craig. <laughs> it all comes back to Doom. Even when I'm not trying to, I was just like, "Yo, I'm I really fuck with this little groove here." Because it's like a wee samba tune, like straight out of Brazil or some shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm just vibing, and then yeah, it just happened to be <laughs> sampled to go on a fucking MF Doom album. But the song on its own, aside from the doom shit, it just bangs. It's, it's just, so good. It's such a good weave. Like I can imagine driving through like the Italian fucking countryside listening to it or some shit. And you like can't I just say like being in Spain or being <coughs> in like South America. You went for Italy. Yeah, but it like says red... America Latina. <laughs> you went Italians. <laughs> Get fucked, bro. <laughs> Next song I put on was Surround Sound by G.I.D. So it's the new song from G.I.D. came out a couple of weeks ago. I've listened to it far too much. Like, I... Everything that G.I.D. does, like, I fuck with it so much. Like, I just think he's he's such a talent. There's a part in this song where the beat completely flips. So I think it's at, like, two minutes in. The beat completely change. And the actual, like... Not the rhyme pattern, but, like, the the structure that he does like the kind of beat that he makes off of his voice every time i hear it or the rhythm that he's doing with his voice every time i hear it i'm like oh the fuck did you think of that like he's he's an incredible incredible artist um he's got i think he's actually i think this is like a single off a new album that's coming out that i am like so excited for i really really like jid 
Um, and 21 Savage is on it. And like, I'm not a huge 21 Savage fan, but sometimes he does go off. And he See, does go off in this English one. as well. And like a Did big... he not get like deported or some shit? Because... Yeah, like a big thing came out. and Because everyone was like talking about how he was like born and raised. Yeah. Wherever he was. And then he was just like, nah. I'm from London. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. But that song's just, it's a really, really good song. That new one. So I'm, I'm hoping that that's going to, the vibe that he's going down for the rest of this album. Cause That'd I be that, cool. I know that I'll really be bumping it. Next one I put on, put on is Down by Hemlock Ernst, who is, I always forget his actual name. The guy from Future Islands. Sam Heron. Is that his name? <coughs> Sam, Samuel one. T. Heron. Samuel. So he, this is his like side thing from Future Islands. Like Future Islands, I think is like, relatively big like they're pretty well known like yeah, played Jules do. Holland and shit they do, do alright for themselves <clears throat> but his like the front man side thing is he does like this kind of like lo-fi hip hop stuff he was a rapper before he was in Future Island I'm oh, sure oh was he I'm sure that's the story right okay yeah I'm sure that's like where he started really, yeah, yeah, yeah. music was being a rapper so I only f- found out like I knew who he was f- from Future Islands because you loved that video of him and, and then we all just going fucking schizo like when we watched it when we originally watched it we were like oh this guy's dead funny and then we started like listening to it and we were like this yo is this is awesome I've seen a video of them I think they were on I want to say it was Kimmel they were on the other right, night right. and no it wasn't it was Stephen Colbert right, right. and um, he did some more fucking schizo dancing I'll show you when we're done it's, it's just like it's like we were watching the Joe's Holland one where he's, he's dancing a bit like he's fucking Gollum but then it's the bit where it's like he starts like punching his chest. Yeah, like the microphone's like quite far away, and he's, he's like, like the microphone's boom. here. I'm and you what? can you can hear him slapping his chest over the music. And then that's the one like right at the end because they're doing seasons, and it just goes, <laughs> and you're like, seasons change, seasons change. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, what are you doing? It's just the fact that he does it. Samuel, like, please. Like, Jules Holland is like, I don't know, kind of like... Jules nice, Holland is nice. classy. Just fucking say what you mean. I it's a classy. The, it's a word. classy show. I'm glad you found the word for him. Yeah, on. for sure. And then he was there just like growling like he was in fucking between the buried. But also me. just playing synth pop. <laughs> <laughs> what? So his other thing that he does is Hemlock Ernst where he does some rap business and he's a fucking, he's an incredible, he's really fucking incredible good rapper. Like really he, good. He features on a Milo track, a rap Ferreira. <sighs> can't remember the name of this the name of the song it's, uh, it's on milo's like biggest album um the blue one yeah yeah the one with the hands um <laughs> and that was where i actually like found out who he was so it was like i knew who he was because you'd show me the future hail and stuff and then i listened started listening to milo i was like yo who's this fucking hemlock here so go and listen to his stuff souvenir is the name of the souvenir song. that's the one and then I'd like Google this, like I, I'll sometimes like Google artists or so like Google Hemlock Ernst and then his fucking face came up and I was like, yo, I know his face. He looks <laughs> like the perfect mixture him? of Greg Hempel from Still Game, from Still Game, Chewing the Fat and Morrissey. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like I look up and I'm like, that's Pat Morrissey. You could, you could be either. <laughs> yeah. It could be either. It's insane. That that song down is a really good song because he actually down, sings down, on down, it a little bit down, as well. Down, so down, like it's kind of future down, island vibes. Down, and the and the Kenny Siegel does the beat and Kenny Siegel has done a lot of stuff with Milo. His beats that he does on his own and his production is just incredible. It's dead like bass heavy. He's always got really nice drum sounds. He's he's on an EP with Fat Lip, Fat Lip and Blue. You know Fat Lip? No. They say what up Fat Lip and I say cool it. You would know that song, right? Like, okay, I believe you, you would. Yeah, he's on a a full EP with Fat Lip, Blue, GBA, Blue. Hemlock Ernst, and Ras Kaz. <laughs> what? <clears throat> he's just what underground. Kind of life does he live? He's just underground, man. You don't know what's going on. He's on the new AJ Suede album. Yeah, he's got fucking. Yeah. He's got such a good verse on that new album. Yeah. That's a new album that you should check out. That AJ Suede album. I have checked that out. It's really oh, fucking real. Because that came like, out the same day as the Aero Sweatshirt album. That's right. I listened to both of them like back to back. I think the thing that I really liked about the new AJ Suede album is like he usually will like produce his own beats and rap over it, but this one he got 
I can't remember the name of the 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 other artist that's done it, but it's like the other another artist did all of the production for it, and he focused solely on his 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 rhymes wow. and his lyrics, and I think that just like elevated them. Like that's probably his best work he's ever done. I think he just was incredible. Televangel. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he did all the production, all the beats, and then AJ just got the the kind of opportunity to just focus on his his lyrics and his his rhymes and stuff. And fuck me, it's so good. It's easily his best work he's ever done. Um, the last one I put on is. I'm gonna fuck this up because I'm not French. Trist Seer. Trist. In my head, it's Trist Sire. That's how I'm going to fucking say it because I'm Scottish. By Birds and Row. And Birds and Row are super fucking French. This song yeah. is it's another one that's like a minute and a half long. They're so good. I saw them at Damnation and there was one of my favourite sets of the entire weekend. Because you takes me about it. Yeah, it was insane. Because there's only three of them in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitarist, bass, drums. So the drums was like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then the cabs were like facing in the way. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, those boys are going to have ringing ears. <laughs> But like the 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 guy who plays guitar and sings, like, he was wearing like these fucking short shorts. Yeah, <laughs> like probably yeah, denim yeah. cutoffs, and he was playing. Like, I think he was playing like a big like Epiphone like dot like it's Lucille a, thing. Is it not a Rickenbacker? He it might be actually. Yeah, rips? yeah, that, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were just going ham, and I was like, wee wee, like this is fucking <laughs> Trebon. Like it was sick. Like, it was they're so, so good. They're so fucking good. Like I've listened to them for a couple of years. It was actually our old guitarist that got me like into Birds and Roll. He was like he because he like fucking wor- worshipped them almost but they're for like three people they just make so much fucking noise so noisy records and live they're just absolutely incredible they did an audio tree one time mm-hmm. like a live session with audio tree and it's like one of my favorite audio tree sessions that's ever existed and it's, they're on they're on death wish records as well yeah you know? so like uh, rule of thumb for me if it's on Death Wish, it's probably going to bang. <laughs> like that's just the way my brain works. I'm like, oh, I'll like it. I'll I'll listen to that. So that song came off of their last album that they did, um, which I think that one, the last one they did was definitely on Death Wish. Uh, but that song in particular, there's nothing like overly special about it, but it always stands out when I listen to it because it was one thing that I always like. One thing I always focused on in that type of music is I always try and yeah. listen to the way that songs are structured. And how they're all like working together, and like you're talking about the fact that there's only three of them in the band, but there's one part of that song towards the end where all three of them are doing something different, but it all makes sense in the one place. So yeah. when I, from a songwriter point of view, when I would write the stuff for Rainfalls, <clears throat> everybody was doing the same kind of stuff because that's just the way that my brain worked mm-hmm. it's just like right this is the guitar parts here's the bar notes for the bass hey. and then Drums. sam Hello. sam here's the basic rhythm that i'll be going with you yeah. do what you want with it from there kind of thing so in my head it all kind of like was like aligned it was like a filing cabinet like it all made sense but then when you listen to a song like that they flipped it so the guitar is just playing like a straight rhythm just hitting the same note i think that's why it's so like piercing for me he's playing the same note over and over again but the bass and the drums are doing like completely different rhythms that's cool and when it all comes together in the one space you're like when you like on paper this shouldn't work you're doing three different things yeah at the same time it shouldn't work. Like, I can't wash the dishes and cook my meatballs and put on toast at the same time. If you could, be impressive. I don't know why I'd be putting toast on at the same time as meatballs, but that's the first thing that came into my head. So, so for that, to go into a song and work so majestically and aggressively at the same time, it blew my mind the first time I heard it. And I remember sending it to our old guitar player, just being like, I know this album bangs. But see this 20 seconds of this song? That's the only bit I'm going to focus on for the rest of my life. <laughs> this bangs more. <laughs> and like, even now, when it, like, because it came on and shuffled the other day, and even now when I hear it, I'm just like, oh, that still rips. It's just so interesting to me, that kind of shit, where people can pull that off. Yeah. And then it's been, like, you hear that kind of stuff in like fucking jazz songs and fucking experimental songs. Like, mm. they are just like a fucking heavy band to make that work in that style of like chaos music bruh talent out the wazoo 
Soles, man. <laughs> yeah. So why it's I gave up. Why, the wazoo. why I gave up trying to write music. <laughs> Parts and Row is your fault. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Fucking French cunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeebus. Well, that was episode 47, I guess. Well, we still made it an hour. Still made it an and hour. And my laptop's still fucking, like, it's still popping. It's got loads of battery. Don't oh. need that charger, baby. I mean, I'll bring it to you just in case. Yeah, thanks, man. I'll probably still need it to, like, edit and stuff. Cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is episode 47. We're fucking signing. Uh... Love you, man. Love you, man.